we are live. Hi there and welcome to a new episode um, of our What's Your Story series. First Monday of the month of November. And what a way to welcome the 11th month of the year 2023. I'm super excited to be here. Feeling a little bit nervous. I always get very nervous um, going on lives, um, but super excited and super honored as I get the opportunity to kind of have like a front row seat um, in the lives of the different guests that um, we invite here on the show. And I'm super excited to see where this conversation goes and also um, the wisdom that I am going to garner from the guests that we are going to be hosting thing today and just as a way of laying foundation um, for today's episode we are going to be talking about impact and every time I think about impact the word that comes to my mind is the word influence as well right and the title for today's discussion is creating a lasting impact and how individuals can leave a positive mark on the world through their actions, right? And I think as a way of kind of just laying a foundation and throwing the topic to yourself to ask the question that for you in the space that you occupy, in your organization, in your family, in your relationships, are you aware of the fact that you are always, in a sense, impacting the people in your life either positively or negatively right and i'm very interested to see how the conversation comes to life we will be having a conversation um, with samantha matlakela and i'm super excited to hear her insight on this particular topic right but as a way of introducing myself i actually realized i forgot to introduce myself i am I'm founder and lead coach at Story Age and the host for What's Your Story. And I'm super excited um, to usher us into this conversation, right? So I've noted down a few things and um, just as a way of sharing um, for you to kind of, I guess, put in the foreground before we even jump into the conversation, right? And I think that the key thing that I was asking myself is to say, um, what is lasting impact, right? And the key word that kind of came to my mind when I thought about lasting impact um, was sustainability, right? Something that is sustained over a period of time. And what I noted down here is to say that lasting impact is something that has an enduring effect or influence over an extended period of time. So your impact on your family, on your organization, on your relationships, on yourself, um, is something that lives on whether we see it or not, right? And I think coming into the conversation, it's a matter of now driving an awareness as to how you show up in the different spaces that you have the honor to actually exist in, right? And I've also noted to say that um, lasting impact involves our actions, it involves our decisions, it involves our contributions, and all of these, in a sense, create a meaningful, um, a meaningful and just, what did I write? 
Um, but yeah, meaningful change, basically, right? And this is change in your life. This is change in um, your family's life. This is change in the organization that um, you have the privilege to actually be contributing in. Um, and as we go through the conversation today, um, we are at the top of the hour. I am going to be ushering Sammy in soon. Um, I'd want for you to really think about your own um, personal impact in your life. Um, so I hope you are well. I hope you had a good Monday. Um, we're just letting our guests in quickly. Um, yeah, there we go. Ooh, all right. <laughs> Hi and good evening. How are you? Good evening, Patty. I'm fine. I'm a little um, tired. Yeah, okay, go ahead. I thought the audio was off, but it was my volume on my side, so we're good. Please okay. go ahead. Are yeah. we good now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we good? Happy to okay. Sorry. I've had quite a long day, but I'm not complaining. It was exciting. <laughs> I was working up. from. I was working from Parliament today, as you know, it's the phone. Yeah. yeah. So I just got home. I came rushing because I wouldn't be there. And you look so Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> I have yeah, to look but for, for myself, for you, and for those who have read the conversation. Yeah. Thank you so much for honoring the invitation. Um, I think I'm just realizing that in terms of network, it might be on my side. There's a bit of a lag, but I will manage it. Um, we'll work around it. Um, but I'm hoping that to the viewers, they are able to actually hear both of us. Um, and if you can signal to those who are joining live, um, please just do a thumbs up on the chat or reaction to just signal that you can hear us both. Um, but otherwise, thank you so much, Sammy, um, for your yes um, and saying yes, I guess, to this initiative. Um, of sharing your story with the world. I appreciate it and I appreciate the time. Um, and as a way of just checking in quickly before mm -hmm. we jump into the formalities um, of hearing about who Samantha is um, and jumping into the theme for the day, um, I want to throw three questions um, to you. And these are just random questions that um, okay. I've created. Um, and the first question that I put down, I'm very interested to hear how you answer it is, what's the most interesting or unusual job you can think of that you love to try for a day? That's quite, that's quite an interesting one. And uh, because it's something that I've, I've been thinking about, um, what's one interesting job that I think I'll try for a day? It doesn't matter what day it is, whether it's a Amen. Monday or a Sunday. I think I prefer, I think I prefer to do it on a Friday or on a Saturday, and that is to be a DJ. <laughs> and then people are happy and dance. I know that is not expected. That is but so yeah. Curious what you'd call yourself then. Um, what would DJ your DJ name be or your pseudonym? I don't know. I think I just stick <laughs> any man. That's what my friend calls 
you've mentioned coding <laughs> you 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 are <laughs> making me to be interested in that because coding is all about numbers and numbers are everywhere really yeah so i could consider that but at the same time i think um in you know anything agriculture whether it's food production whether it's animal has bendry you know because I've, i've realized that food is life and if it's something that we can do ourselves why not yeah why not I yeah so i think about the the whole agronom what is it hydroponics yeah, yeah growing food and yeah. water, i, I guess absolutely i think that's what i wanted to say yeah so how would you use it how would you use that skill what would you do with that that skill Obviously firstly to make sure that my family has enough. Yeah. yeah. Um feeding my family, my close ones and also teaching others, especially young people because I feel things like food really. Most of the stuff is not stuff that we shouldn't be going to the shop to buy, but we can yeah. grow awesome. you know ourselves. So for me it would be making sure that I master it. and I'm able to provide for my family then I'll share the skill with others especially young people yeah that's amazing thank you for sharing and you know I think about um during covid where borders closed and there was just scarcity for everything I feel like had we had the skills beforehand yep we would have been through that period so that's very interesting Um and then the last one um I love the fact that you talked about comedy. Um this one is related I guess to music. So what's your go to karaoke song and are you brave enough to sing a line from it now? <laughs> what's your what's your go to like if we were to do karaoke right now? What would be a go to song and are you brave enough to sing a line from the song right now? Um I don't know if I'm brave but as as it by as it by the black eyed piece I'm not sure but you remind me I've got a feeling that tonight's gonna be a good night that tonight's gonna be yep. a good, good night yeah <laughs> 
Thank you so much. I should have Thank you for indulging me most especially. Um, but welcome, Sammy. I think just as a way of laying foundation for our chat, uh, maybe you can just share a bit um, about who Samantha is, um, what you do. And by the way, like when you shared your bio, I had to fight to like figure out how I put all of those things into the description to give the true picture of who Samantha is. So maybe in your own words, who is Samantha? Um, and yeah, just a bit about yourself. Excuse me. Um, I like to introduce myself as um, humility, love and respect. That's who Samantha is. Anybody who knows me knows I believe in um, humility, in love, in kindness, in, in respect. And then moving on, um, Samantha is this young person. Yes, I prefer to call myself young because I believe getting old is a state of mind. So I Let's prefer go. to be young. <laughs> Yeah, Samantha is this young person who absolutely loves life, who absolutely loves God, who absolutely loves people. So my love for, for, for God, for people, for life informs all other things that, that I do. I am an etiquette um, consultant by profession, but I've been a banker before. And I must say, all the experience that, that I've gotten from banking, really, I'm grateful uh, for that. Um, it was leading me to where, where I am now. So I did my etiquette training in the U.S., um, the Protocol School of Washington, and um, the New York School of Etiquette. Because etiquette is about... It's about making other people comfortable. It's about respect. It's about Im acknowledging and embracing our differences and being able to live with each other in harmony and making sure that um, we make each other comfortable no matter how different um, we are. And you can only do that when you, when you have love for the next person, when you have respect for the next person. I'm also passionate about reading and uh, writing. Um, I love music. I love dancing, though I'm not really a good dancer because music and dance, for me, they are life, you know? Like you're saying, what's my go-to song? Um, yeah, so I, 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 I communicate by music when I'm happy or sad, excited. Um, what else do I do? I am an author. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
something that I'm I'm really proud of. Um, it's you know you you've done it before, so so you know the work that goes that goes into it, and I'm sure I'll do it all over again. And um, what else, Rati? So tell me just this this simple person who also really loves the finer things in life. I believe you need to work for them. You don't just love them. You work for them. I believe choosing a life that you absolutely love and refusing anything else that has got nothing to do with the life that you want. But at the same time, I believe in living life to its fullest, allowing yourself to go through all the experiences because it's all the experiences good and bad that will give you the wisdom to navigate through life um, what else yeah i guess other things will come as we as we move along unless if we have a, a question or a comment that you'd like to make yeah um, i think not even i think just a comment from my side um the key mm-hmm. things that i've done there i guess is Oh, the the one word is alignment, I guess, in this case for you. Because I think I like the fact that you didn't actually start by using your titles or using what you do, but who you are at the core in terms of your personalities, right? And I think to anyone who's watching, anyone who's listening, that question of who are you or tell us about yourself actually has a new dynamic i think from what you've shared so i really appreciate that and i learned something i think about etiquette and i just want to maybe sidebar and throw this question to you before we jump into the actual questions to say where did the love for etiquette come from like where did you even hear about etiquette because i can imagine like if we were to google etiquette botswana you might be the only one um in the country so where did that interest come from um i think my love for people is just making how to set because um etiquette has a lot to do with how you present yourself and how you treat others so for me it 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 came from that and i must say um when i was still in banking i started as a customer service consultant which meant i engaged with a lot of customers about the kind of service that i gave them some wouldn't some it would be feedback from the actual information that i shared but some would be feedback something to do with either my looks my dress code my you know so i came to the realization that people will see things that you may not think matter and that's part of how you present yourself because how you present yourself is what communicates who you are to the world so etiquette has a lot to do with that first impressions first impressions in terms of how do you how do you present yourself to the world and also how do you treat those around you and the environment honestly i can't remember where the word etiquette came from but all i know is it had a lot to do with presenting myself to the world and serving others yeah 
And I think I noted down as a key takeaway from what you shared, um, how you present yourself as a way of communicating who mm-hmm. you are. I think a lot of us don't even think about it. Um, to say that even before you started talking, you've communicated something to the next person. Um, so that's very mm-hmm. interesting. And I think just as a takeaway for myself as well. Um, so maybe just as a way of jumping into our interview, um, and our chat, let me actually not call it an interview because uh, it's an our chat. The chat, I'm very excited for it. Um, and I think for the first part, um, as we usually do, I just want to get to know Sammy, who Sammy is. And I think I thought about it when I was preparing for the session to say, you know, one day Sammy's um, children are going to be 18, 20, and they're going to come back to this video or go back to the podcast and they'll be able to actually listen um, to this conversation. So I'm very interested um, to hear the answers um, that you will share um, with us today. Um, so the first question um, that I noted down, I guess, is around your origins, right? So where you come from and I guess your earliest memory from that place, right? So where were you born? Where did you grow up? And, you know, what was the biggest highlight about where you grew up? Okay. Um, I was born in Francistown. Nice. I'm uh, yeah, at Jubilee Hospital. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm a second-born child. I have an elder sister and a younger brother. Um, I absolutely love them and believe that best gift my parents have ever given me. For, for the most part of my earlier years, um, I stayed with my grandmother. And such life, such the fondest memories of her, may her soul rest in peace, that I have as um, every other that we have learned, she would pick pictures from her tree and the yard and So see my grandmother do that almost every day and not getting tired of it, you know? It, it showed love. So I felt I've been loved from a very young age. Though sometimes I remember there was a time I decided to be naughty. Yeah. She gave us the pictures after after we enjoyed them. I decided I will go get them from the tree myself. Because I decided to go and get the pictures from the tree myself. Like I can imagine for parents back in the very strict, no punishment. What kind of grandma was she? Was she the strict kind or the soft kind who was like, you know, I'd never do that again and get nothing else? You know, she was she was strict in a certain way. But I honestly don't remember. that she was running she had a way with kids yeah so, so she was very she was very soft 
and yet um, we could feel the strictness from that that voice but she was very soft she loved kids mm. so i thought maybe because she has never used a stick on us or shouted at us i could just be this naughty person and go and pick the pictures hey. my, myself yeah. but the punishment wasn't from my grandmother but getting sick so then yeah. i knew uh uh-uh, that was a bad thing to do but i enjoyed mm-hmm. i enjoyed my alias in in francis town because we will all be at my grandmother's house with my cousins you know it would be so nice and so lovely yeah mm-hmm. before i moved um in in gaps with my parents yeah and you know i'm just curious i mean i know that you're also a mom um to say from what you shared about your grandmother i'm just curious as to how i guess the way she raised you influenced how you parent um i know that you talked you talked about how she was strict in a loving way so how has that influenced how you're raising your children it it has influenced in such a way that i i do my best not to shout at my child yes she is 9 years old and sometimes yes she gets on my nerves ready i don't want to lie but um just like my grandmother did and just like my dad did they spoke to us like adults so even now when my daughter does something wrong i sit down with her i try to have a conversation with her i know she's 9 years old but i try to ex- ask her why did you do this how does it make you feel if you do this this is how mommy feels do you want mommy to feel this way mommy feels this way because you did 1 2 3 so i try to to talk to her um instead of shouting because even the way we are raising our kids now honestly is different from how we were raised you try to shout at maya that times when yes uh, i lose it or her dad lose it and will shout and she'll just be like mommy why are you shouting come down <laughs> she just came <laughs> down so you can imagine okay. you can that's that's what she says mommy why are you shouting come down come down and you know once a child says that to you you also ask yourself why am i shouting why can't i just you know talk to her lovingly so that's what that's what we try to do and make her understand because sometimes when you shout you know they honestly don't understand anything that you're saying yeah mm. and so you know i think you're going to your grandmother Uh, was the early founders of gentle parenting i know that in the first world countries they'll be talking about gentle parenting um so mm-hmm. i can imagine for her probably in that same category um but i like the fact that i guess in how you're raising your um your daughter you recognize her individuality and the fact that she's a person first i get the fact that she's just a child and for teaching her i guess and instilling i guess those early communication skills um which for the most part not a lot of people have the privilege of learning from a very young age and i think i love the mm-hmm. fact that you help her actually realize how she feels which is something very commendable so i love that about what you shared 
Um, so thank you for sharing that, Sammy. And I'm curious um, if you can maybe just share in your life, right? Um, any mm-hmm. point in your life that kind of like a defining moment, I guess, that has shaped who Samantha has come to be. Um, if you can maybe just share a bit on that, what happened, how did it impact or shift how you think or view life? Um, I remember an experience when I was doing standard, I think it was standard four or five. Yeah. And I was given an, ex- an assignment to write a speech for the Commonwealth Day. I did write the speech, which I was supposed to read on the Commonwealth Day at school. And when the day came, my speech was given to somebody else to read. And you can imagine at that age, yeah. Hectic. Yeah. Very hectic. At that <laughs> age, I was around, what, 10, 11? Yeah, 10, 11, 12, somewhere, I think 10, 11, yeah. My speech that I wrote at home with my parents was given to another child to read. Yeah. And that 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 broke me. Oh. That broke me, Horata. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lie. And it's a thing that I live with even most of my adult life. Because for me, for that particular teacher to take my speech and give it to somebody else. What were they saying about me? Was I not good enough? You know, why? And then it it was a defining moment because it kind of showed me how sort of cruel the world can be sometimes. Because at that moment, I don't think that teacher was thinking about how I felt. That's the first thing. The second thing, the way I felt, I knew I didn't want to be the kind of person who would do that. So for me, that experience kind of um, built this person who really wanted others to believe in themselves, who really wanted others to know that they are good enough, you know, because that experience, like I'm saying, it happened when I was about 10, 11 years. And I only found closure and learned to deal with it after mm-hmm. I wrote my book. Because that's where I shared the experience and, you know, I let it out. Yeah, you let it out. After yeah. so many years, and I'm talking about a book that I wrote in 2020. Even when yeah. I wrote about that experience, I, mm. I was I was very emotional, but I was glad that finally I'm letting it mm. out. Yeah. And really, I'm, I'm, I'm sharing with other people to know that um, we all need to, to let one another that know that we are good enough. So what I knew is I did not want to be the kind of person mm. who did that to others. Mm. Yeah. And I think from what you're sharing, what what I noted down, I guess, relating to the heart of the conversation today around impact, to say that, I guess, just from that interaction with the teacher, 
how you perceived what she did to you actually impacted how you viewed yourself, which is quite a weighty thing to actually, yeah. you know, be aware of. To say something that I say to my sister, something that I don't say, something that I do, will, in a way, affect how they view themselves or affect, I guess, just how they view life in general. So I think just just say that again. How they relate to other people. Yeah, yeah. And I think I like I like from you shared how you personally um you I guess rose above that to say, look, Sammy, that almost broke you in terms of how you view your worth, but you rose above that and now you're that person is actually helping people see the worth in themselves mm-hmm. so it's very powerful i think but also i'm just thinking i can imagine then even at that age you had very powerful writing skills so i think outside of the fact that she took it and gave it to someone else i'm like look at this skillful ghost writer being <laughs> being used by this teacher but you know? i think did, did you have that awareness that you were good at writing or was it just a thing of okay i've been chosen to come write this speech for commonwealth was there a love from that age or was writing some was was it something that came later on um in life when i look back now the love for writing is always been there yeah it's only that i wasn't aware yeah but this that i love i would just do it you know it would just come naturally i would write poems i would write um letters to my friends i would create cards and write even up to this day some of my friends still have the cards and the letters that i wrote to them back in primary school in junior school and we laugh about it and i thought like what you always 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 time I wasn't aware so now when I look at it I was like oh okay so this has really always been my thing mm. yeah and imagine if you had someone then who actually saw it in you you probably would have mm-hmm. been like the award winning writer from Botswana even yeah, from right? um so I think I'm glad that you came to that awareness um and Thank you for sharing that. And I think something that I'm just thinking about I guess as a sidebar that you did that I love was bringing I guess the same love um through your daughter when you helped her publish her first book. Maybe can you just share a bit about that and then we'll move on to the other questions I have for you. Okay. With my unfortunately I don't have a copy of it here with me now, but the way my daughter's book came about um it's called my snowdrift manners it really it really made me proud because it showed me that as a parent i was doing something right and um this little person was looking at me because i actually never said to maya let's write a book no i've never said that to her she's actually the one who came to me and said money I want to write a book like you did. Oh, was I not proud like I was so proud. Because sometimes because sometimes as parents we do things but we are not even thinking that our young ones are looking at us and you are not even thinking that this little person has 
a mind of their own they they see what you are doing so i was really excited and then i asked her so what do you want to write about and she said um because you teach adults about etiquette i also want to teach my friends oh. i asked her what do you understand by etiquette what do you want to teach your friends and she says that you've always told me and taught that etiquette is good manners so i want to teach my friends good manners oh. yeah so, so i gave her an assignment um to sit and just go and write about what good manners is what she understands what she could categorize as you know having good manners and then obviously at the time she was seven she's nine now yeah. at the time she was seven so she came she wrote stuff and i was very impressed because she wrote about greetings about introducing herself to others about dining etiquette about time management so i took all those aspects that she she talked about and you know try to 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 come up with a structure yeah. but the content was hers only that at seven she wouldn't know how to how to put it so that's how it it came about and i was really 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 proud of her because it's sort of a, a mini a mini book that parents use because even now when she when she's kind of misbehaving i would ask her what is maya's magic manner saying <laughs> Yeah, what does your book say? <laughs> what does your book say? And she said, oh, yeah. it says I must tidy up my room and pack my treasure. I'm like, exactly. Yeah. How about <laughs> you do that now? Oh, wow. So it's a reading book as well as a, as a coloring book because yeah. we had to make it fun for the kids. Yeah. Have them color while they read and practice whatever that was written in the book. So that was really a... I, I don't even know how to describe what um, I wrote and it was also and it was also a defining moment for me you know it was really encouraging me to be aware of what I was doing how it impacted my daughter and you know how it set the tone because it, it, it made me come to the realization that Even though I think she's not paying attention, girl is paying attention. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's mm. on point. Now what I wrote down when you were sharing is that your daughter actually healed, I guess, young Sammy who was hurt by that teacher. But even that whole process yep. was almost like you when you have a wound and you put balm on it. I feel like mm-hmm. that you know, yeah. That was very powerful, but I love that. So I guess that mindfulness and just being aware, I guess, of how you carry yourself um, mm-hmm. from there, um, just that journey with your daughter in publishing her book. Thank you. I said by the heart, but I really wanted to put it out there, I guess, just for someone to have an appreciation, I guess, of the kind of person you are. And it really shone through as you shared that, right? So I'm very curious, Sammy, about it for you, who has been the most influential person at any life stage, um, be it at childhood, your teens, your young adulthood, and even now as a young influential woman, 
um, who was the most influential <coughs> person who, I guess, in a sense, impacted who you are today and why that person? Um, I'm actually tempted to say my mom, <laughs> but I'm not going to say I'm not going to say my mom because she's my mom. She's my best friend. But yeah. I'd rather say my dad. Um, I'd say my dad because my dad is, I don't know how I should describe it, but he has always taught us to live honest lives. Yeah. Honest lives in terms of being honest and accepting yourself, how you are believing in yourself. Um, doing stuff that you know you will be able to sleep at night. Um, those are those, those are some of the lessons that my my my, my dad um, taught me to to live an honest life and knowing that you will be able to sleep at night. That's the first thing about life. And then about love, <clears throat> he has always say, um, <laughs> "I love." <laughs> I know, uh, 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 about, about love yes always stress that don't go out looking for money or looking for somebody who will take care of you but rather look for a companion because all, all other stuff you can do yourself you don't want to put yourself in a position where you are so dependent on somebody that you when when that person is not there you literally don't know what you're going to do with your life so rather go find a companion somebody that you can stretch and laugh with and talk with you know and cry with without without putting a lot of weight when was this conversation had and i'm very curious like how that was was it awkward because this is now him talking about in essence boys so it's just the thing well, of when did he have that conversation with you i if i remember well i think it was after i finished my form five and uh before i went um to varsity obviously he he, he he's a father he knows and i was about to go to varsity he yeah, knows yeah. that i was going to meet the boys oh, yeah <laughs> you know? and, and and what i loved about this conversation and how it happened we were staying in lobate and every morning he was commuting from lobate to Haborone to go to work and then back and because i was also waiting to go to uni i was working in a spot shop yeah. in gaps so every day after like a ride with my dad home tomorrow morning work home so this conversation would happen in the car when we are driving um when we are driving home because it's also during that time that i started learning how to drive my dad taught me how to how to drive yeah it was i i i absolutely um loved that we would get into Lubase and then go to the football pitch before we went home wow. and we would just we would just drive so for me the reason why i'm saying he's been he's been um, an influence in my life is because my dad has always you know 
um, believed in in an honest life in you know earning and living honestly in you know being true to yourself and being true to the people around you and also when it comes to lessons in in money yeah um he taught us to save and he also taught us that you earn your money you don't just get it because i remember that times where um you'd ask for money let's say for tech shop or to buy something or whatever and she he would ask me what have you done that you think you deserve my money i've gone to work to earn the yeah. money so what have you done so yeah. for him <laughs> for him really it was about us to work for our money and not i'm not thinking then that money will just come easy it is a way of teaching us to be responsible and also um he taught us how to save because i would he would give us an allowance at the end of the month i think it's worth of a 100 bucks at the time it was a lot of money so sometimes you would ask for for you would ask him to buy you a pair of sneakers or a t-shirt or, and he would ask you how much do you have i'm not going yeah. to give you the whole 200 bill for for that t-shirt you bring something and i give you something so i really appreciate all these these lessons because then you think oh this man is just being difficult yeah but yeah. now that i've grown up i i, I really appreciate you know <laughs> the lessons of companionship the lessons of saving the lessons of working for your money the lessons of you know living an honest life really because if you are able to sleep at night really what more can you can you ask for yeah, yeah so, so I, I i i've seen him and also i've also seen him love my mom yeah uh, so he really set the tone for, yeah. for how <laughs> i wanted to be loved how yeah. i wanted to be treated you know mm-hmm. so he has really been a, a, a great great influence in my life mm-hmm. and i love him so much i know i don't often tell him this a lot but if you yeah. see him or if you hear about him tell him that <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely mm-hmm. uh but i think i just love i guess the fact that you took that time to also honor him i guess as a father because i think bulk of maybe probably all the conversations i've had everyone mm-hmm. gave a shout out to their mom my mom <laughs> yeah grandmother um so i really love that um i guess a present father um in that he also i guess instilled in you that level of integrity and honesty in terms of how you show up i love that and what i wrote down is to say i guess his influence kind of set the standard right to say yep everything or how he treated you kind of set the bar in terms of how you relate with money how you relate with people how you relate with um your companion and you know how you poured out your love into them as well um so i love that so so much and you know as you're sharing i'll just say like especially the car story i'm like oh my gosh i'm so jealous that's just so <laughs> i know right it's, it's something so that precious. i 
it is so it is so precious i i wouldn't even you know change it for anything just having spent time with him just the two of us yeah. i i really it's just one of those 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 precious moments that i really treasure mm, love that. Yeah. um so i guess just still here on i guess the point of different stories in your life that made impact um in your life um can you share a memorable adventure or a journey that you've been on i guess that's also kind of molded who sami is um hi say that again Yes, I'll phone away, so I can't kind of hear it. Yeah. yeah. So what I'm saying is a memorable adventure or journey that you've been in um that has I guess impacted who Sammy is and how he is like. Okay. I think that in two two days and I you're probably not expecting the answers but remember one an adventure or journey or just an action to enjoy a country that I've been to of Pakistan Amsterdam Amsterdam because it's just everything that our country is not yeah it's everything that our country is not so I absolutely like huh so life can be like this people can be like this they can be like that and I absolutely loved um that that city and then uh, a, a journey i'd say a journey of marriage just being married living with another person um it it, it has really done a lot a lot of good that is because you 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 tend to to learn a lot more about yourself it teaches you about patience it teaches you forgiveness it teaches you to remain an individual while you are still a part of a pair but you still need to 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 remain an individual and also embrace that the other person is also an individual um it teaches you that things will not always go your way or you'll not always um see things from the same perspective and it also full of it's exciting exciting and full of surprises because every every new day brings something new especially if you allow both yourselves to be individuals. Yeah. Much as much as you much as you become one, the 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 the, the exciting thing is about watching I mean um watching each other grow, watching each other change, watching each other develop new interests, you know, having to having to adapt to you know the new interest the new because sometimes you find that 
the person that you met like five years ago is not really the person that but yeah. you need to make it somehow yeah. make it work yeah so for me i've come to a point where it's like it's a journey and it's exciting <coughs> and it's unpredictable but for as long as we are willing to work as a team yeah it will work out and you know i didn't even think that you would i guess take that direction in terms of that answer mm-hmm. and i guess just at being with someone as a journey um but when you talked about how i guess every day comes with something new i was like okay every day comes with a new opportunity to learn about yourself about your person mm-hmm. Um so that's quite interesting and I think it's a very fresh perspective in terms of looking at overall I guess partnership and just that mm. beautiful marriage as well um and I think to the young people wondering what does it look like Sammy has painted the picture for you <laughs> you get a front row seat um into the person um who you call your companion and friend right so I love that thank you so much for sharing Sammy um so Moving right along, I'm curious outside of doing the etiquette work, outside of taking care of your clients, making sure that you know they are, you know, at the right standard. What do you do like what hobbies do you have and what interests um keeps me busy? I love I love writing like I've mentioned earlier. I always find myself in something Um I love I love serving others not just not from an etiquette point of view but just being helpful Hi sir one of the this is that business sound I can hear you on my um that's the group your network I can yeah my side okay yeah yeah i love i love um i love serving others i guess if i wasn't an etiquette coach or consultant i'd be in event management yeah um i also love um boxing i do that What? kids here. Ah. Okay. Yeah, that that that's what I do. Yeah. So why boxing? That's intense. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, you know I'm come to a point I feel there is so much to to learn in life. There's so much to do. We shouldn't even box ourselves in okay the only fitness things that we can do um or aerobics or it's just a whole lot so for me it's not boxing fight but okay boxing at the gym but i guess if people were to attack me i would try and to keep to keep fit how long has been How long have I been doing it? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask oh, how long you've been for some time now. I think maybe 
two years because I can do it and then take a break and then I always go back. So maybe a little over two years. Yeah, I've recently also started learning how to play golf, which is something that I never used to take seriously. But now when I started learning about it, I'm like, oh, this is actually a real sport that needs yeah. and qualities and so yeah. for me for me find joy and how I find life to be interesting so, so I, I'm, I'm always open to trying out things that even you don't even expect me to say things like this but for me that's how life I'm <laughs> I'm out here to live my life to the fullest and to give it my all and also to try and do stuff that I normally wouldn't do because I believe in every experience you learn. Yeah. And I'm curious, you shared how um, one of your hobbies is writing. Should we be expecting a new book soon? In a few years? Are you working on anything now? I'm working on something, yeah. something that I know, especially. I'm working on a poetry book. I didn't know I could do poetry, but but here I am working yeah. on a on a on a poetry book. It's more about um, ma. Yeah, no, I'm saying a poetry collection. Yeah, go ahead. Poetry collection, but with with this one, it's more like poems about women or the nature of women. It's more like celebrating mm. women. But lately, I've found myself also writing poems about love. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Is that a so shocking? I guess maybe. I guess maybe I'm in a good heart space. <laughs> yeah. You're in a good place. Wow. Yeah, so, so these things, they keep, they keep coming. Whatever that comes to my mind, but the, I, I give it a try. I'm like, there, there is the reason why I'm thinking about this or how, why I'm feeling this way. So for me, it's about give it a go you've got nothing to lose whether you have more to learn but losing uh-uh. yeah. yeah so that's where i'm at i actually also have a few titles for 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 other books really i think it's just a matter of time putting pen to paper yeah but mm. what i am definitely sure about now is that it's a poetry book it will probably be out Next year, I was targeting next year around Women's Month, Women's Day. Yeah, it would be ideal for that. I'll make sure to find a beautiful dress. I'm going to put that on my calendar. (laughs) Yes, please. Um, What I'm I'm learning from that, Sammy, is just, I guess, honoring the, the assignment or the burden in terms of what you're feeling um pulled towards in terms of your passions so i love that because even when you shared about the golf i'm like let's go pro golfer women's yep. golfing but uh but i it's the thing of 
whatever you touch can actually become gold. So I really love that. Um, and on the comments, we have Stars Mariti saying, I love it. It's following your intuition and it's powerful. Um, thank you so much um, for that. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm just going to skip through the few um, that I have here and just target the last two questions and pull us into the theme um, for the evening, right? So I'm very given everything you've shared so far, Sammy, to say, like, what are your dreams and aspirations um, for your future, for the future? Um, what, what should we expect um, to see outside of the book? Um, what are you believing for for yourself in terms of your future and this season? Um, I'm really, I love people. Let me start there. Yeah. And also, I would love to see everybody in um, themselves. Most people think or see me as, as old school, which I don't mind because my thing is I look at the world now or the youth and um, my opinion is our youth are losing it, they are losing themselves, the good old they want everything to come quickly they want to achieve somebody who is let me for example let me say somebody who is maybe 22 wants to live um the same lifestyle or to have the same things as somebody who is 25 which for me it can't you need to 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 walk through life you need to work for it you need to experience you need to accumulate um you need to walk the whole journey so my my worry is is, it's about having young ones believing that things can just come so my my aspirations really is to have work together with their kids to go back, back to the crossroads. Um, yeah. Where we know um, we still have to respect our parents. We still have to work hard. We still have to know that um, life comes with disappointments but it doesn't mean that when you're disappointed at the end of you it doesn't mean that mm-hmm. we still need to learn patience and we still need to learn how to appreciate the process and i know it sounds um cliche to say trust the process but trust me it's important to go through the process and actually the process that's the only way you can you can get to the other side so so 
while they social media and technology and all that in my world it doesn't change the fact that we are human we interact and need um we need to feel to experience human experience because technology can die it can change but humans will always be humans and we will always need one another and i think it's a very important thing it's what i wrote down is i guess restoring hope um in this case because i think we're living in a time where i'd say because our attention is pulled all different directions we kind of forget i guess our humanness and why we're here and even yep. forget how to dream so i think that aspiration is quite is quite key especially for the time that we're living in and i'm just thinking about like that now there's ai and all of that so it's just a thing of who am i to become in an age where technology is taking over so still being able i guess to have an identity in an age where um technology is now kind of going to be i guess the leading thing so who will you who will you be even mm. as technology comes up so i really love that and i wrote it down <coughs> as restoring hope and core values um to help individuals weather the storm the storm because mm-hmm. i know that it's about trusting the process to say that hey life happens um but yeah. still yeah. at process you know they can still be hope so i really love that and i put that down for myself um and maybe just lastly in i guess closing the loop and getting to know sami um and there were 10 questions i had to like trim them yeah. down you know that yeah. we'd be here for a while um but yeah. just curious um outside of everything that you've shared sandy to say how would you like to be remembered by others like for you as an individual as a mother as a sister as a wife as a friend in all those groups of people how would you like to be remembered she loved that that that's what i want you to say that's what i want you to say that's what i want my mom to say my friend she loved she loved everybody that she came across yeah because for me love there is really no there's really nothing that just love mm. because if you have love inside you <clears throat> with love you can love with love you can forgive with love you can be patient with love you can embrace other people with love you can be accepting of other people's differences you know so for me it's about you know having love and loving other people i honestly honestly want to be remembered as somebody who loved and somebody who was kind and somebody who who gave to others because that's really how i see myself living my life i find joy in in, in having you know 
contributed to somebody's life in a positive way. Yeah. Yeah. And I really love that. And I think overall from the conversation that we've had so far, we've kind of touched on the topic or the theme for today, right? Um and just to read a comment there before jumping to the thematic questions. Um someone writes there TGV Link Star says she loves and she definitely always makes time to show love to everyone. I'm assuming or I'm just going to assume that could be your brother, cousin or a family member or someone that you've poured out your love to. Um so there's a testament to say ma we know you already as someone who loves and shows love to everyone. So thank you for that um for that comment and kind of just cementing that hope for Sammy to say ma'am you are doing it and don't even everything of changing right um so yeah so what i wanted to share <laughs> yes hardy moji um what i wanted to share there is just to say i guess the conversation that we've had so far has really kind of touched on different elements in terms of impact from impact from your family impact in terms of exposure um from being at a location um when you talked about being in Amsterdam impact um in terms of allowing someone to love you and learning to love them back um when you talked about companionship um and i just want us to talk about i guess um just a few things here and i've noted down five key areas around your personal philosophy when it comes to impact your notable achievements in those areas and i'm really curious how you or you've actually come to reflect on the questions um that i gave you to kind of have a think on when it comes to creating a lasting impact in the lives of the people that are connected to us in all the spaces we exist in right so the first question um that i have there for you sami is to say what personal philosophy or values guide your efforts when it comes to actually believing a positive mark on the world through your actions like what do you, what what grounds you i guess in terms of values and a core principle that guides your how you show up for others um just like we started the conversation um rati yeah. i don't i don't believe in entitles i don't believe in titles uh, as in when you ask me to to introduce myself i wouldn't say i'm a mother i wouldn't say i'm a wife yes i have i, I am those things i wouldn't say i am a manager way or i hold this title because i believe um all those titles can be taken away from you anytime so you need to be a place where without the title who are you and what offering so for me it's about understanding what your your values are because once you understand what your values are you will operate from from that place everything that you do and everything that um that you say will be influenced by the values that you have that you believe in or that you have um said for yourself. Okay. I'll give you an 
example, when I was talking about love, when I was talking about um, respect, when I was talking about humility, for me, it's about if I show all these things to my family, my family will love me back. When it comes to my work, if I love my work, if I respect my work, if I respect customers, if I show humility to my customers, things will will flourish, you know what I mean? And then when it comes to other people, if I extend myself by loving them, if I respect them, if, you know, I treat them with humility, the circle will be will be complete. So for me, it's about um, setting your own values that you know you can hold yourself responsible for. And also the other thing that I I live by is expectations. The way I, I choose, the way I choose to live um, my life, it's no expectations. No expectations in that when I do something for you, I don't necessarily expect anything back. When I when you call me for an interview or for a meeting, I do my best to go with no expectations because once we set expectations, that's when we bought ourselves and you don't open yourself up. For, for absorbing um, that which is offered to you or for thinking outside. You don't have any... Life becomes much more peaceful and painless, you know? For me, having no expectation is basically about allowing yourself and other people to be and embracing whatever that comes your way and allowing yourself to just outside the box and accept things for what they are. Yeah. I hope that answers the question. What about when you were sharing that, I guess that last bit about no expectations. I guess it's it's a form of surrender, I, I can imagine, to say, you know what, in this moment, whatever is in store for me, I am ready to receive it. And I guess also what I noted down there when you were sharing today that when there are no expectations, there's no room for disappointment. But I then also rewrote it down to say that we create more room for peace. What from what you shared today, when you don't have any expectations, you're actually creating more room for peace in all the moments, I guess, that you, you're going to live through. So I really like that. Um, thank you for sharing. So I've also noted, I guess, in terms of your values, you value love, you value respect, you value humility. And I think to anyone who's listening, it's just a thing of outside of possibly the definition that you might have in mind, you can actually go to Google and Google what love is, Google what humility, humility looks like yeah. as, as the embodiment of it, if at all you want to actually take up that posture and have that as a value for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Zami, I'm curious, like in terms of what you are currently doing, what you've done over um, the time where you've worked with customers, etc. Could you share, I guess, a specific achievement or contribution that for you, you believe has had like a positive impact on your community or the world in general? 
as much as I love serving Rati, as much as um, I have customers um, who come to my business and I help them, you know, um, become the best versions of themselves, I also do work outside that that I don't I don't talk about I I build other people I help other people and when I talk about this I become very emotional you know um, because I believe that um, every everybody needs to have a sense of dignity you know what I mean and um, they are, I've, I've, I've come to realize that I am truly blessed to, to to have both my parents alive, to have siblings, to live the life that I that I live, you know, to, to have um, a loving husband, a daughter, a healthy daughter, because I, I, I meet a lot of people or I've met a lot of people who don't even have half of what I have. Yeah. And there are times where I find myself having to step in as a parent. Yeah. There are times when I find myself having to step in in terms of there's no food in the house. You know, while there are other people who are throwing food away. I've had to step in where somebody's not working or they don't have accommodation. And so the, these are the things that I do and that I also believe I don't have to make noise about. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's really, there's really so much that I could um, talk to. And I believe the time will come. And also, it's not up to me to talk about it. I can only do what I feel God has assigned. Yeah. yeah. So for me, it's about for me, it's about doing these things to help or to give the next person the dignity that they also deserve. Yeah. And I know it's also about planting a seed. I mean, expect anything from them, but I know that I'm at time when I need something or my daughter will need personal time. But for me, and I also um, always stress and tease them that I am doing this for you. My wish is for you to be able to do it for the next person. Yeah, it's beautiful. Whether in the same position or yeah, I would want them to really, you know, do it for the for the next person because that's that's really how we can make the world a better place. We can't change all the time or change everybody, but we can do that we can change just that one life. Yeah, go, go ahead uh, before I share, I guess, the <laughs> the, the nuggets. Um, hi, Sami. Hi. Hi, Rati. Yes, I okay. can hear you now. Uh, so, 
So I think what I noted down, I guess it's personal social responsibility or what I picked from that to say in every person that you interact with or you engage with, there's an opportunity for you to actually, you know, do something for them. It's like a for a reason. And I love the fact that for you, you actually go that extra mile to provide and actually use your resources. And also, I guess, making the most of the privilege that you have and not forgetting how privileged you are, that awareness and that gratitude. But now even, I'm just thinking now, asking yourself, okay, what can I do actually for the people living in my community um, that is practical, that will actually speak to the needs that they have. So I really love that, Sam. And kudos to you. Like, it's just a thing of, I think, to anyone who is listening, the question there would be, what are you doing actively um, for your community in terms of, I guess, impacting in a practical way? Because that's what I picked um, from what you shared there, Sammy, to say you're practically um, addressing people's needs and not just, I guess, high level to say, no, we care for you, but practically showing the care. So I really love that. Um, So just to shift the gear, um, and we're about to come to a close in terms of our conversation to those who've just joined, Um, but just to shift the gear, I guess, in terms of legacy and inspiration base, um, um, to say in what ways do you hope um, your actions and your contributions will inspire future generations and that that's your daughter, your daughter's friends, and everyone else coming before them to actually be intentional in continuing to make a positive impact in the world. Like, what's your hope in terms of doing all of these things? Um, I've, I've made a, a, a conscious decision to live my life um, the way I live it to be an example, especially to my daughter. Um, and for me, it's, it's, I'll take writing, for example, and um, writing books, whether it's a book, whether it's a journal, whether it's a, a, it's a children's book. Always been there. And they will always be there. We will always write. So for me, it's sort of creating an example that whatever that you do, make sure that you 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 do something that will live on. So that even if you don't benefit from it yourself, but at least the generations that come after you will know that there was this person or there was this project that they were working on that we can take over and improve or learn from. So for me, it's about being able to identify that one thing that you that you love and that you feel can actually, you know, um, live on to, to, to remind people that you were there and also not just reminding people that something that they can also be able to build to build on yeah i really love that and i think the challenge there i'll take that on as well for myself to say i guess just being intentional about identifying that thing i guess and i i think you know something that we are doing now even this this podcast (laughs) here 
but don't, don't just think it's a podcast there's one person watching no it, it for me it goes beyond this you know you are you are you are impacting lives you are making a difference by you engaging us and wanting to hear how we think what you think what there's somebody out there who's listening who who has a totally different thought process from us but just listening to us it ignites something in them so yeah you are also well on your way of living something behind <laughs> thank, you. thank you so much you want to make me cry baby on live television <laughs> Um, but thank you so much um, for that. And I think the challenge to everyone else listening to say, if you didn't do anything for your community, and community could be family, extended family, you know, the next, the two two houses down your house, yeah. whatever comes yeah. of proximity that is close to you and that you're, I guess, recognizing is a need in your community. Um, and lastly, Sam, I just want us to, I guess, touch on um, overcoming challenges because obviously earlier you talked about how we need to get to that place of actually learning to trust the process in terms of life and I guess that also incorporates having to overcome challenges, right? So maybe for you, um, have you experienced any challenges in your pursuit of actually trying to um, create a positive mark on the world if that you can share with um, anyone out there? And also, I guess, any advice that you can give to someone to say, Sam, I don't know where to start. It actually overwhelms me when I think about the project that I want to do. Any advice that you can give there as well? Excuse me. Um, the first thing that I would say is um, one, I've learned that in life, no situation remains the same forever. Good or bad, no situation remains the same forever. If it's bad, it will surely get better at some point. If it gets worse, it at some point it will end. If it's good, it's better than that. So I still go back to, to the, uh, the process and I'll also add on to live life and have faith. Yeah, for, for those for those for those who believe in God, he did not give us a spirit of fear. Rather, for me, it's about living life with faith because both fear and faith are evidence of things that are not seen. So why would you choose fear? <laughs> I love that. I, I really yeah. do. Um, but so I, really, I guess just the boldness mm-hmm. there as well from operating from a place of faith. I didn't get that. Yeah, I was saying that out of faith comes a boldness, I guess, in terms of how you actually execute on the impact project or whatever it is you want to do to impact people. Hi, Sam. Um, um, Can you hear me? 
I, I can I can hear parts of it at at cut. I hear you. I don't hear you. I don't. Yeah. So I haven't really got from the last bit that she said. Just gonna put it on chat quickly. Um, okay. But just as a bit bringing us, I guess, to kind of summarizing our conversation today. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just curious as to. Like, what key thoughts did you have when I threw the topic at you in terms of thinking about impact and a lasting impact at that um, that you can share with someone who's maybe only joining for the first time or is going to listen to this post the live? Um, I would say I, I, I believe that God did not create us for ourselves. By saying that God created, He created us for the next person. Because if He created us for ourselves, and then what? Yes, I'll be sitting here. I would have written my books. I would have loved my books, and then what? Yeah. Mm. It's that. We have been given an assignment mm. to make an impact. As far as because he wanted us to make an impact in other people's lives. So it's about being able to, to be silent and listen to, to the voice of God. Of course, God is not going to come and say, Hey, what about, I want you to do one, two, three. But he always speaks to us yeah. in the You know, I want to get a group of youngsters from my neighborhood and teach them how to sing or, you know, Start a, a book club with you are thinking by yourself. It is, it is an assignment that you've been given. So half of the time we face feelings, we things that you actually think us were thinking them. But the minute you find yourself wanting to do something for somebody else or for or for making a difference or an impact go ahead and do it operate from a place of faith because the minute you start he will make a way preaching to the choir operate from a place of faith and i like what you said about i guess the fact that god did not create us for ourselves um and just that line today you're doing this and then what right i think just thinking about impact to say okay what what is the intended um impact or influence um or mm-hmm. outcome believe this thing that you're doing will have in your life and the next person's life so i really love that yeah yeah Ooh, and listening to God, I put a heart beside that one um, as a takeaway for myself as well. Um, but outside of that, thank you so much, um, Sammy, for 
the conversation and my fingers are crossed so hard that the audio will be crisp and clean um, outside of the technical challenges in terms of us hearing ourselves. But I appreciate you and I appreciate the time, um, making the time out of your busy schedule after the sauna. A very hectic day, yeah. I can imagine. <laughs> um, yeah, but making time to be here and sharing your story, I appreciate it. Um, and thank you, thank you, thank you a million times. Um, but outside of that, thank you for joining and have an amazing um, rest of the week. Thank you so much for having me because um, I believe you are also doing a good thing. And this is the impact that you are, that we are talking about. Um, you may think it's just you asking me questions and me answering, but for me, it's also about listening to my own voice and actually reflecting and introspecting and saying, wow, um, oh, I could do things this way. And as you ask me questions or people comment, it also builds on what I am able to think and do while I'm also giving others um, hope. So this is a good thing that that um, you are doing and I'm sure we will. We can have a part two yeah, someday. Yeah. Yes, yeah, we, have, we have a lot that we can talk about. Put you into my 2024 schedule, so watch out um, for that second invite. Um, but thank you so much, Sunny. Um, I believe uh, we can end it here, and I'll just give a few closing thoughts um, to anyone who will join in on this live. Um, post the fact, thank you so much for watching the video to the very end we will also be exporting this conversation into our podcast so you are able to actually download and enjoy and feast on the wisdom um, that we've enjoyed from sammy um Pearl hope just joined um but the conversation is, is <laughs> hi pearl and we hope you have a good evening but sammy thank you so much love thank all around have a good week ahead. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Have a good evening.